giving us the opportunity to share um, what we put together. Uh, my name is Imfan Akpan. I'm part of the business faculty here at Carroll Washington. And my partner, who's here in spirit, she's on her way, is Dr. Alicia Battle from Governor State. And we wanted to talk to you about how the calendar feature can really help students and really help you. A little bit of the background with this, because Alicia, she's really the one who, I'd say, put me on to the whole calendar feature. We're good friends, and we, we talk, she's <coughs> instructor at the MIT Governor State, and she's always talking about how she's using this calendar feature for Blackboard. And to tell you, to be honest with you, I didn't really want to hear it. She always wanted to show me, hey, you've got to try this, you've got to try this, you've got to try this. So finally, one day I said, okay, show me this calendar feature. And I thought it was just amazing. And we wound up putting together a presentation. So earlier this year, we were at University of Illinois. We did a presentation, and now we're here today talking about it. It's really great. Um, so I hope everyone gets a lot out of it. So what we'll lead off with today is really three things. One, to understand how to use the calendar feature, and then to see the connection between um, time management, so time management and student success, but also how this time management also helps us as instructors. Um, and then to have some tips on ways to encourage time management. And then at the end, We'll have an opportunity for questions. And also, Alicia, she's going to log in um, and actually show how this works. So she's the, the real technical expert behind this. So what do you think time management is? What does time management mean to you? Can somebody tell me what do you think? What is time management? Maybe being most productive in the shortest period of to reach some objective or some goal. Okay, that's good. What else? The word optimization comes to mind. Optimization, why optimization? Just because I know time is already limited. <laughs> I know, I mean automatically. So I know I can only do so much and I try to allocate and then other things get in the place of that sometimes and take priority. But either way, I still want to always try to make the most of what I have. Right. As far as time is concerned. Right. That's good. What else? Anything I guess manage multiple um, time-sensitive tasks in a manner that they all get completed according to their time. Okay. Their time periods. Great. And there she is. Here I am. I'm so sorry. You just started. Just started. Okay. So we're talking about time management. <laughs> But you know, I'm in late to a presentation. Okay. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> when we think about our students, what do we think about when we talk about time management? You know, as far as a student, what do you think? Family, work. Right? They juggle several classes as well as work, family. Right? They need to do better. They need to, what, what do you mean? So they need to do better in time management. Right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, and that's what I think about with students in time management. They're going to do better. In general, I, everybody. I mean, I think about it because I teach mainly online courses here, right? So just like you were saying, I think it's life. Life gets in the way, right? So I think it's important to have that. The other thing I think is important as far as the students, think about it. Time management is a soft skill, right? Because a lot of times you're going to be working in an office. You've got to schedule what appointments, meetings, right? And we've got to schedule right now for this for this presentation. So it all comes into play. Very good. Um, and these are three points we put together for it. So successful time management helps students. We all know prepare for classes, to study, and then remember information. So. Remember assignments, and also remember, uh, could be um, exams, quizzes, and other key points for the class. And here's the how part. This, this is the best part. This is what we've been waiting for. Don't wait for me. Again, I apologize for being late. Um, I am an assistant professor out at Governor State University. And we are hot and heavy in the middle of orientation for our first year students, because we do have first year students on campus right now. And then we have a smart start program for our students that didn't quite make the ACT or SAT score, uh, or their grade point averages were a little weak. We have a program that's going on this week right now with getting them prepared, because our classes begin on the 29th. So having said that, hello, my name is Dr. Alicia Battle. As I mentioned, I'm an assistant professor out at Governor State University, and I've been working in higher education for right at 21 years now. I started my career working in student life as a health educator. So time management and working with students on the other side, outside of the classroom, on how to juggle all of the things that we're asking them to do on top of being academically successful uh, is why I really got interested in this. And we're going to uh, launch a control and experimental group starting this fall to further this kind of research. Um, we just had a, a group of students that went through in the spring. They were all academically weak, so they were in fear of being dismissed from the institution for grades. And so I, I developed a program where we were working with the students in our academic success team to see what would happen if we got with them on time. Because when they met with their academic advisors, one of the things that they kept saying over and over and over again was, I, don't, I feel like I'm not getting everything done. I feel like I'm always running or I'm always missing something. And so I've been doing this for a long time and not think of it, thinking about it as a, a professor or as a student affairs professional. I calendar everything I do. How many other people calendar most of you? Either have a paper calendar, or your outlook is your life. You, you have alerts that you give yourself, alarms. Well, those are some of the same kinds of tools that we've developed that we have found that students need. And uh, do you guys use Blackboard? How many people use Blackboard? So everybody's Blackboard user? All right, because D2L is another uh, learning platform that allows for you to use the calendaring feature. Most of us, this is a slide that just depicts the topical outline of a course. Most, most of you guys probably include this kind of information with your syllabus, saying this is what week we're going over, which chapter, given that information. Well, we've taken it a step further. 
in Blackboard. How many people knew that there's a calendar feature, a course calendar feature in Blackboard? How many of you guys are actually using it? Awesome. So what, what are, what's been your experience with it? Well, I use the calendar um, in a more simple fashion where things that I have that are coming up like deadlines, quizzes, tests, um, field trips, you know, just activities mm -hmm. that I want to have as reminders, I, I um, put them into the calendar along with academic deadlines okay. as well. And then I use announcements, um, you know, before each class as reminders. And have you shared with your students that they can magically make this calendar show up on their Outlook calendar? Not on their outlook. Um, we kind of here. We kind of drive them all back into Blackboard. <laughs> but how? Right. We we do that too because we the institution has paid for that product and they want to make sure that we are using that that platform. And I'm not saying don't use it. I'm saying that Blackboard has a feature where if you scroll down when you're in the calendar. When you scroll, this is the calendar, what it looks like. So I have all of this you know, chapter when, when things are due, similar to what you were describing. And then to the next one, the events show up when the student hovers for those of you that have not used it before. And then you can look at, and this, what, this is what happens with students. And many students don't realize that Blackboard is the repository for not just your course, but all of the courses that they're taking. So all of the courses I'm teaching show up here. And if I were in student mode, all of the courses that I'm taking would show up here. The cool thing is when you're in the calendar, you scroll all the way down to the bottom, you can export everything that's in your Blackboard calendar to your smartphone, your mobile device, whatever, because if you're using a Google calendar, Blackboard allows you to export it to a Google Calendar or your Outlook Calendar. Do your students use Outlook as their email platform? So they have an Outlook <coughs> Calendar. And what I found is most of our students are still fighting, especially our first and second year students, with using their business address. That's what we, we started calling it. This is your business address. We don't want your Jamie Sue at Hotmail.com. We're going to talk to you at your .geodst or your, what's the extension here? So that's the address that they need to be using. And if they have that address, well not yet, because they have that address, they also have the calendar that comes with that that the institution has paid for. Well, most of your students have alerts already set up on their Google Calendar and their Outlook. Doesn't include any of the stuff we're asking them to do. I'm saying that we can. I, I just wanted to add one point that also helps you, because I use this. I save my calendar, so when I go into the calendar on my smartphone, I've got all of the assignments and everything for the various classes that I'm teaching, all in one spot. So that that helps also, like I mentioned before, it helps the students, but it also helps you as far as. I call it being transparent. Yes, but I don't want to have my, you know, see my calendar overpopulated with all my classes and all the things to do. Well, it's the, the cool crazy. thing is you can deliver, you can, you, just like in your Outlook calendar, you can click on which calendars you want to see. So if you don't want, if, if you only want to see the public health class that you're teaching this semester, that's the only calendar that will populate. And you can click it on and off however many times a day or by week or at the beginning of the semester, turn them all on or turn them all off. 
I too, it, it looks, it gets kind of cumbersome. So I don't have mine where I can see it on my Outlook calendar unless I go to that particular calendar. I just want to see all of my classes together. Yes, sir. Does it also work with um, iCalendar? Yes, it does. And I, when I discovered that, and I'm such, I, I hate technology. I know that's crazy. <laughs> but that's why I was like, oh my gosh, I have to tell the whole world about this as a feature. And what I found with in the, in the spring, when I started the spring semester, what I did was when I oriented my students, not just my freshmen, but also my juniors and seniors and my grad students, I gave them the introduction to the course that first day. We talked about the calendar because I had to keep my, I call it being transparent. I've already gotten together the entire semester. I know what I'm doing when. I know when tests are scheduled. I know when their quizzes are scheduled. So I put them on the calendar. So students know what's going on. And I show them this when uh, one of the pages, a couple of, one of the slides, a couple of slides back, it was the my home. I show them go to your home because when you're logged in, you can go to the home and it'll show all of the stuff that's going on in their life, not just for your class, but all of their classes and the things that are due. Yes, ma'am. When you are using the calendar, do you have to put the assignments in through the calendar feature or can you align the assignments with the calendar as you're creating the assignments? When you're creating an assignment in Blackboard, yes, yes it automatically populates and you give it a due date. If you, so it, does that include the Turnitin assignments? Yes, it sure does. Okay. Which is, and I don't do, because I teach a lot of land classes, okay. so uh, for my online classes, all of that is already there for the students. Okay. And, so and, and quizzes too uh, will automatically populate? If you've created it in Blackboard and yes. you have a due date for it, absolutely. It should automatically populate. It automatically populates their calendar, and when they're on their home page, it shows, the, can you go to that slide? It's like three slides back, I think. Okay, more like four or five. Under the tasks, so if you've assigned them tasks, it would show up here on the other side of this. I'm gonna log in. I'm gonna take a break, I'm gonna log in so that you guys can see exactly okay. what I'm talking about. Perfect. Is there an attendance sheet, by the way? I, I apologize, I did not see. If there's a blank piece of paper, yeah, uh, all adjunct faculty should write your name and put your ID number on it to make sure you get, you know, paid for the session, so we can probably just circulate a yeah. blank sheet of paper so everyone can sign that who needs to and that can be turned in. So we need two separate, one for adjuncts and one for full-time? Yeah, well, adjunct needed to get paid. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Full-time just more for attendance being here. But where, where does the sheet go? Um, Kristen or Pomeram will come around and pick it up. Yeah. Maybe I should go upstairs to the, the uh, what's her name? Yeah. No, it goes to Kristen or, or Pomeroy. They're going to turn it in. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay